Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. I am doing my best to get through this show without screaming profanities, you know, because I'm, I'm a professional here, Sip. But I also am disappointed in what happened last night in, my, in Cincinnati with the Dolphins losing 27 to 15, and Sheesh. Tua getting hurt and, uh, you know, going to the hospital. Flying back with the team, though. Have your head have having your head coach's integrity called into question. Yes, that's, that's rough. That's and that was a lot of the post game press conference um, with was Mike it? McDaniel. That was a lot of a lot of the questions. We are going to go through this weekend's games for college football and NFL with Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Good morning, Lee. But before that, last night Dolphins do lose the game. You and I are both Dolphins fans. As yep. Sip just said, Mike McDaniel and the organization's integrity is being called into question here. Regarding Tua playing in the game, following what people thought may have been a concussion on Sunday against the Bills, they reported mm-hmm. a back injury plus a leg injury. How do you stand on, the, I guess, the question of integrity with the organization? It hasn't been uh, very high over the last couple decades, um, <clears throat> especially since Stephen Ross took over. But well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I'm more concerned about you know Tua going forward. I, I just don't think Teddy Bridgewater's the so we might even see Skylar Thompson in a couple of weeks. So um, hoping it's less than a month and the Dolphins can hold the ship and maybe go two and two. I mean, it was frustrating. I thought they had mm. wrestled control of the game, even though they were down by a point. They're driving and uh, seemed like they had, you know, certainly changed the momentum. So uh, that's why they call it the NFL. Not for long. Yeah, unfortunate loss. Dolphins three and yep. one. Uh, Jets next up ten days from now. So hopefully Tua gets. Wait, no, no, you got to say it right. New York stinking Jets. The New York stinking Jets. Yeah, they're yeah. up next. Yeah. We will not see. I, I'm pretty sure we will not see Tua there or any any no. game soon. But uh, we shall see. Dolphins lose though. Twenty seven fifteen. All right, Lee. Let's get to some college football yep. up first uh, in the Big Ten. Maryland looked pretty good in a loss to Michigan last weekend. They are eight point favorites against Michigan State tomorrow. Do they cover? Well, the, the the best part about gambling is you can change your mind and go with a team one week and against them the next, and that's what I'm going to do. So I had Maryland big against Michigan last week. I think it's the time to go against them. They were up for that game. Uh, they were in it. I mean, maybe if they don't fumble the opening kickoff, uh, they even had a chance to win it. But uh, they're, they're, they've still got some weaknesses. Um, you know, turnovers, another three last week. Uh, did them in here. Michigan State's offensive line, total work in progress, now playing down a few levels um, from playing Washington and Minnesota the last two weeks, I think will help them. 
Uh, Maryland's had no luck in this series. One and six straight up and against the spread versus Michigan State here. And uh, Terps have the talent. Um, just don't think that they lack, uh, you know, they just don't have that composure here. And uh, two and 15 against the spread versus conference foes uh, that had a, a records above 500 from the year before. I think they might win the game 27 23, but I wouldn't lay seven in Maryland. I'll take Michigan State. Hold on a second. So you're picking Maryland to win 27 to 23. Yep. Okay. Maryland right. to win, Maryland not to cover. The question, right. okay, moving on. Minnesota, yep. Purdue. There's a simple question I have pertaining yep. to Minnesota versus Purdue. Is Minnesota for real? Go. I think they're pretty good. I wouldn't say they are great, but they play well. And well coached. A lot of people don't like the coach uh, and his, you know, you know, kind of corny slogans and things like that. But they do a good job. Uh, eventually, maybe against top tier teams, uh, they'll have trouble because of lo- losing their star receiver. But um, the only real reservation I have in this game here is pace of play. Minnesota's bottom five, slow. They wait till two or three seconds to go before they snap the ball here. Purdue can't stop teams that uh, are dual threat teams, uh, run and pass. And, and that's what Minnesota's all about here. I know Minnesota's had a poor schedule so far, but they do pass the eye test for me. And Purdue also has injuries galore at quarterback, running yeah. back, receiver, favorites 13-6 and six in the series. I'll take Minnesota. 37-21. 37-21. Minnesota gets yep. to 5-0 on the season. Okay, heading to Iowa City, 11 a.m. kickoff. Hawkeyes hosting Michigan. Michigan a 10-point favorite, Lee. So Michigan won the Big Ten title game last year, 42-3. to And I think Michigan is, as far as talent-wise, similar to last year. Maybe down a little. I think Iowa's down a lot. I mm. mean, mm. even last week against Rutgers. I mean, Spencer Petras, 9 for 22, 122 passing yards, no touchdowns. They only ran for 3.2 yards per carry. I mean, the punter is getting standing ovation when he walks onto the field for warm-ups. Uh, I mean, true. Blake Corm is, is really good. I mean, when he gets into the secondary, they should have probably played him more in hindsight last year. It is good night, Irene, here. Michigan... Um, they're gonna they're gonna be able to run for I think five six yards a carry and that usually is enough uh, to handle Iowa here even at home. So unless Michigan turns the ball over three or more times, I think Michigan's the right side. Twenty seven ten. Ooh, easy win for Michigan. I'm yep. picking I'm picking a war, a close game. We'll see. Okay. Do you think Michigan will sprint off? Interesting. Well, it's at twenty seven points. I'm not saying they're gonna sprint. <laughs> how about how about how about a jog? How about a, yeah, a quick nice jog? <laughs> uh to our game here in Lincoln, uh Lee, six thirty kickoff tomorrow night in Nebraska is a five point favorite against Indiana, despite being one and three on the season and with an interim head coach. Do the Huskers cover uh or not? Uh maybe the shock of, of losing their head coach and getting blown out uh by Oklahoma has allowed Nebraska an extra week to regroup. Uh, Indiana, I mean, I think they're one of the worst three and one teams, Division One Power Five football. They get outgained and outplayed, in my opinion, uh, against Western Kentucky and Illinois. Both games at home. Rarely do you see a one and three team straight up favorite over a three and one team. Uh, 
So I think they might have done some tweaking on defense. I don't think you can all of a sudden change the defense and become dominant. But uh, Connor Basilek, the quarterback for Indiana, <laughs> doesn't impress me. He's like that guy that you see and like you're looking at him, you're like, okay, looks pretty good. Maybe there's like a Mercedes body in a car with a Suzuki lawnmower engine here. So oh, <laughs> he's not scaring anyone. And uh, Indiana, how about this? They're on a 2-14 and 14 against the spread run. Finally, Nebraska, 37-31. Ooh, close. Yep. Okay, uh, yep. to the NFL, the Chiefs are one-point favorites against Tampa Bay. So a lot of people will not bet against Patrick Mahomes two times in a row. And I, if you do, in the long run, you're probably going to lose a lot of money. But Tampa Bay does what Indianapolis does, but just does it better. Power running team, strong defense, especially against the run, and two lockdown cornerbacks. So I think it's going to make Patrick Mahomes try to find, uh, except for Kelsey, some second and third receivers, which will be tough. And it wasn't uh, Tom Brady's fault last week. His receivers running poor patterns, uh, couldn't catch the ball, and even when they caught it, they fumbled a couple times here. But with Mike Evans coming back from suspension, Julio Jones, it looks like, Playing, I think Tampa's the right side. The total on this game is 45. I'm going to give you both the game and the total. If it's that low, it's that low for a reason. I think Tampa wins 20-17. to We'll take Tampa plus the point. Also play the under 45 total points. Okay, Lee, last one. Yep. Uh, your game of the week. The Vegas uh, trying to get their first win of the season at 0-3, five-point favorites against the Broncos. Yeah, should be a, a good game, but I think I've got the right side. We are on a roll here. I'm not a happy camper with my canes <laughs> looking yeah. Uh, having a dismal start, and the Dolphins are to his injury. But for the service, we're on a roll. One last night uh, with Cincy, unfortunately, I gave him out, had to do it. And 9-2 uh, and two last week, 8-3 uh, and three the week before, and even 6-3 and three the week before that. Only one losing week since the start of the preseason. You want to get our game of the week? Uh, just call 800-400-9741, give it to you for free. And you want to come on board five weeks. We don't call it October. We call it October. Everything through October 31st, five weeks of football, just 347. Use coupon code SAVE50. We'll also throw in baseball through the World Series. Uh, we have 50 more wins and losses this year in baseball and the UFC card for Saturday night. One place, ParamountSports.com. Lee, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next Friday. Okay, sounds good. Great stuff. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. He picks Nebraska to win. Let's roll through them again before we get to the game show. Here is the – I got all the scores here from Lee. I wrote them all down. Here's Lee's picks. Get your pens out. If you, if you, if you, if you missed it, get your pens out. Here's what he said. Or so, your pencils. Or pencils. Uh, Maryland is an eight-point favorite against Michigan State. He has Maryland winning but not covering the eight. So 27-23, he says, Terrapins win. Don't cover eight against Michigan State. Minnesota, he has beating and covering against Purdue. 37-21 is the score for Minnesota getting to 5-0 and per Lee this weekend. Uh, Michigan, as a 10-point favorite, he has winning comfortably at Iowa on 11 a.m. tomorrow. 27-10 to Wolverines. Wrong. Close game. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. We'll see. Nebraska, he has actually winning a football game. Uh, thirty as a five point favorite, he has them covering and winning thirty seven thirty one against Indiana tomorrow night. 
In the, in the NFL, uh, Tampa Bay is a one-point dog against the Chiefs. He has the Bucks winning, though, 20-17. to 17. And if you want his pick for Vegas, Denver, and the rest of the games, as he mentioned, 800-400-9741. Go to, uh, Locktober is coming up for five weeks of college and pro football. Promo code SAVE50. He could also call that Locktoberfest. Mm, yeah, we had Brian with... Wallingford yeah. for Oktoberfest? Yes. Yeah, Oktoberfest. He could have Lee Sterling. Brian Wallingford could have Lee Sterling out at Piedmont um, set up at a booth to teach people how to gamble. <laughs> It'd be hey, something. How about this from Corey and Lincoln? Corey. Our Corey. He says, I love Lee's picks this week. Okay. He's on. He's on, he's on Lee's picks. Yeah. Okay. Well. Again, I'm, I'm, I guess you can tell that I'm sort of irrationally interested in Michigan and Iowa. You are. Yes. Also, is Minnesota real? That's the question. Is, is Minnesota real? And they can prove that by beating Purdue resoundingly. However, however, hold the thought. Can they prove that if Aiden O'Connell's not playing? Eh, I get where you're going with that. I still think Yes. Because Purdue is more than just a flashy offense now. They're pretty good defensively. They stop the run pretty well. And they're, I I think their they're backup quarterback's not too bad. He led them to a win last week, albeit. Florida Atlantic, 28-26. Right, well, it's a win. They, they won the game. Right. So, no, I would still say, and listen, all these discussions are, they all evolve and when I say Minnesota can stamp itself as being real, yeah, I mean they can just they can further that their contention that way. I mean, it's always evolving. You're always that discussion's always evolving, but I would believe in Minnesota a lot more if they can follow up a win against Michigan State, a resounding win against Michigan State with another resounding win against Purdue. Minnesota's schedule is going to get much tougher. Yes. It's going to get much tougher. Uh, Fat Phil, before the game show, says this. He says, are there any games to watch that involve potential future Husker coaches this weekend? sure. There's a game in Lawrence between Iowa State and Kansas. You might want to keep your eye on. Matt Campbell versus Lance Leipold. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I still believe that. Like I, I mean, I, I look at it as it's sort of a, a, it's official that Campbell is on the radar. Like I, he's been on the radar for some time. And same for Lance. Well, I don't know about that. He should be. Lance should be on the radar. I don't know if he is. I would say I, I, I may almost just say this fact that Campbell has been. Now would Campbell come here? I don't know for sure if Campbell. I don't know for sure if Campbell would say yes to Nebraska. Well, you're gonna have people that hope he says no if they lose to Kansas tomorrow. Yeah, it shouldn't be a week-to-week discussion, it is, though. though. But it shouldn't be. The fan base is week-to-week. They're on edge. I don't think everybody They're is. They're desperate. It's, it's week-to-week. I'm just wondering how Kansas' defense will hold up against a physical team. Because well, Kansas does tomorrow, not have a physical defense. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, physical team in Iowa State. Yes, we'll see how. We'll see how go Lance's squad. Yeah, see how it holds up. I don't know what time that game is. I wish you would help me with that. Is it two thirty by any chance? Which one? <laughs> so I, I Your focus a, today I, I has I got been a bunch very of Kansas, Kansas, Iowa State. It's eleven a.m. Ooh, what, what's your guess now? One we could guess. <laughs> I'm guessing two thirty. You prelude to the game, 2:30. so you got to make a guess. Two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. The game of Kansas and Iowa State tomorrow is at indeed two thirty. Okay. It is. Okay. You want to guess the line for that one? Oh it's yes, I will. 
It's in Kansas. Yeah, I would guess Iowa State is a six-point favorite. Iowa State is a three-point favorite. Mm, like a, mm. So on a neutral field, that would be yeah. a six-point favorite. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's play the game show. Give us a call at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I think you're 0-4 in the week, right? Yeah. Schaefer, you, you've lost three straight overtime games. Like, you're, you're competing. You're just not getting on the right side of the tiebreaker here. I know. Here. I know. Today, of course, is a film Friday. And since Nebraska's playing Indiana tomorrow, how about actors and actresses from the state of Indiana? Okay, I like that. Themes. I like it. Themes. Here. Themes. Yeah, Themes. I like it. I like it. Four Let's six four five six eight five. Shut up. Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, "Shut up, Simple!" <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Will he get his first win of the week on a film Friday? 16-6 and six overall, so still a good record, but this week has been bad. 0-4. Oh How do you feel about actors and actresses from Indiana? Shaky. That's probably under. That's probably theme of the day for the show is shaky. Yeah, I'm shaky right now. I know you are shaky over here. <laughs> You've had I a rough hate, one. I hate Thursday night football. I hate it. Yeah, especially when you lose. Uh, Phil, how do you feel about actors and actresses from Indiana? Uh, I think I'm also shaky and extra pressure trying to send sip with the bagel boy shirt. <laughs> That's fair. Phil. Hey. Um, all right. By well. the way, BJ in the text line says a sip zero and five week means a Husker win tomorrow. Oh God. Okay. So, we'll well, see. Let's not equate those things. Uh, let's get to it, Phil. First question goes to you. Brendan Fraser is from Indianapolis. In what 1999 movie did Frazier play the role of adventurer Rick O'Connell, who travels to the City of the Dead and <clears throat> accidentally awakens a cursed high priest with supernatural powers? Is that the mummy? Yes, it is. Sip, you didn't have that one? Nope. Did you have something else? Nope. Didn't have it. You know who Brendan Fraser is? Nope. Interesting. Should I? Yeah. He's not, he's, he's not been around for a while. I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's not acting anything. Okay, all right. That's a popular movie, though, The Mummy. Okay, sip uh, down 1-0. Here's your first question. Steve McQueen okay. is from Beach Grove, Indiana. What singer-songwriter wrote a song about him titled Steve McQueen? Oh, uh, the great Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow is correct. You want to sing that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I have to yodel, you can sing Steve McQueen. I know, you're going to yodel. All right, uh, Phil. Bizarre human. One one tie for the lead. Your last question. Alex Karras was born in Gary, Indiana. Along with being a four-time Pro Bowler for the Detroit the Lions, he also acted, including being the character Mongo, in what 1974 comedy film starring Gene Wilder and Cleavon oh, Little? Oh God, he just handed one to him. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Yes, Jake, I would have had that. Thank you for Mongo. handing, but I but I appreciate the fact you handed Phil one. I do because yeah. you get accused all the I time do. of Thank handing you. me. Appreciate one. that. Yeah. All right, sip uh, to force yet another overtime. Last question: Jenna Fisher is from Indiana. Jenna Fisher. What character did she play in The Office? Pam. Pam. <laughs> no. 
Uh, see, who was this? Was it to the caller yesterday? Or was it to you? It was to the caller, and so, I missed. Okay, so this is to you then. But it was. I, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, you, but, you went under. It was. Oh, he, it was Dan Marino interceptions. Yeah. Okay, now hold on. Yep. This is this is this the fourth overtime of in the week? Row. Yeah, in a row. I think Monday you lost in regulation. You lost four straight over. Phil, Sorry, you've lost three straight overtimes. Phil, I need this. <laughs> just to avoid Bagel Boy. Like he's laughing. <laughs> All right. Sip, this is to you. And then Phil will go over under your answer. Ready? Locked in? How old was Alex Karras when he passed away in 2012? 2012 he passed away. Yep. Alex Karras passed away in 2012, which was 10 years ago. That's good math, yes. Um, I'm going to say he was 71. All right. Uh, over, under 71, Phil for the win. I will go over 71. Was he over 71 for a... 0-5 week for SIP on the game show. He was 77 years old, SIP. He was 77, and that confirms an 0-5 week. It has been such a good run for you. And then this week happened. You still are 16-7 and since the reset, but we got to have better luck next week. Oh. Phil, congrats. We'll get you bangles. Oh, Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. All right, thanks, guys. Sorry, Sip. Thank you, Phil. Without the shirt. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil, for calling. Will be found somewhere in this. Thanks office. for calling. Yikes. Okay, we Four, got. A, I mean, the thing is, you didn't play bad. We got an week. overtime problem. The press is all over me. They're talking about what do I do and why why I'm failing at overtime, and all the columnists have their dumb opinions about it. Um, What's your response to the columnists? And their, I don't read them. I don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> um, the. Uh, I'm getting hammered for my overtime acumen, which obviously is lacking. A lot of bagel boy text text on <laughs> right now, as you God. might imagine. Oh man, four straight overtime losses. Yeah, I mean, it that means you played, you had a good game plan, yeah. you just failed in overtime. You're like Nebraska in overtime. They've had really bad luck in the last, what, 10 years oh, in yeah, overtime? Yeah. Like, gonna, are we going to have this close game discussion? Is that what we're doing? Well, I'm just saying overtime specifically. I know. No, I know. That's what this we're goes doing. back to Bo, even. Yeah. Bo and Ryan. I mean, they all stunk in overtime. I stink in overtime. This week you did. Yeah. You, you lost four in a row. Ouch. Look, at look, just the, the bagel boy the bagel text. Boy. Are just, <laughs> they're just pouring in right now in the text line. Oh, it hurts, too. I mean, I... It hurts to lose, and it hurts for people to rub it in. But I understand. I, I'm obnoxious and fairly arrogant, so I have all that coming. Um, Austin says, uh, "We're close." That's it. We're close. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, I'm not playing that game. That these two losses have been. I mean, they have been gut punch losses. The last two, because I thought I had it. I thought I had. You want to talk about a curse, real quick? This is a good point from Tommy. I believe Nebraska's last overtime win was Bo Pliny's final game at Nebraska. I think they've lost every overtime game since then. That game at Iowa? Yes. That was overtime. Yeah. I'm, I thought they won that in regulation. That was overtime for sure. I thought it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was overtime. Kenny Bell caught that pass in the corner of the end zone, the front corner of the end zone. That was in overtime? Let's confirm. I, I'm pretty sure that was overtime. I thought they overtime. won that in regulation, but that's probably, you're I'm, probably I'm right. I'm almost positive that was overtime. Okay. I think you're right, actually. 
Kenny Bell caught that pass. Yeah. There was a there was a quick review. There was some question whether he was in in bounds, but it was a quick review. And yep, it was overtime. Okay, overtime. yeah, that was the last time they won. I'm pretty sure that's, that's their Can last. Can you imagine? I mean, isn't that amazing? That's the curse, man. He got he got whacked after they beat Iowa at Iowa, and they have not won an overtime game since. Yeah. And they've been in several. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats today to uh, to Phil hey, for having the 0 and five week. Can we cemented. can we discuss that spread that that email that you sent yes. me? Uh, Preview over? that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got an email from a a guy who is a a doctorate in math. Mm-hmm. At UNL, mm-hmm. regarding Nebraska and the spread mm-hmm. recently, comparing to other teams and Nebraska's woes with that, I, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, how far off so Vegas has been on Nebraska. When we come back, we'll have the spillover uh, with me and you. Maybe Nick comes in here because uh, AD and Raf are just via stream today. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll address that email and get, make some more picks ourselves in an early break in the ticket.